Hey, Nathan. Hey, Alicia. How are you? I am great. I've got a question for you. All right. Shoot. Okay. If you could do just one thing at your job today, just one thing. Just one? What would it be? Oh, gosh. Just one. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm not sure it's possible to just do one thing. I know. I know. Okay. But try to pick uh, one thing. All right. Um... Geez, I guess for me, it would be something around helping people master what they're really good at. And I guess what I mean by that is, you know, if you think about strengths, of course, and you think about actually getting better at them, it would be uh, doing something around like creating like a workout program almost for someone to figure out like how could they get better at their strength of ideation or communication. And I think for me, given my skill set and strengths and what I'm good at, that would be something digital, something that you could maybe do at home in your underwear in the evening. It could be something you, you know, invite some friends to do. I don't know. What about you? Ah, uh, for me, that's a simple question. I I would create. I would create and create and create and create. And you know, that sounds like purpose. Hello and welcome to the Leadership Vision Podcast, everyone, where we share our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. My name is Nathan Freeberg. And I'm Alicia Morse. And today on the podcast, Nathan and I are going to be talking about the second concept of our team engagement process, purpose. Today, we'll define what it means, share some questions that can help you identify the level of purpose on your team discuss what happens when your purpose is missing, and finally, share examples of what this looks like in action. But before we get to that, if you'd like to find more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. All right. So as Alicia said, today we're going to be talking about purpose. If you haven't listened to our first two episodes in this team engagement series, we recommend that you go back and do that when you're done here. There's a link in the show notes if you can't find it. Alicia, we started this whole conversation by you asking me a question today, but that's actually something that you've used in a number of team settings, right? Absolutely. Just yesterday, in fact. Um, Unfortunately, all too often, I meet managers and team leaders that are loath to commit to a conversation around purpose because it just feels too big, too lofty, too out there. And at some point during our exchange, they usually sigh and express how busy they are and how stressed everyone on the team is because of all the things they have to do. They surmise there just really isn't enough time to talk about stuff like that. So I genuinely ask them what that one thing is that matters most in the work that they do. And after the initial pushback and then some genuine thought, they loosen up. Their gaze fixes and their body leans in because they always have an answer. And most often it sounds like purpose. So what is purpose? I mean, I looked up in the dictionary and it says the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Is that how you want teams to use this word? Well, yes, kind of. As a core concept to our professional team engagement model, purpose is about creating a collective definition of our existence Mm. as a team. Something we can all agree on. Exactly. So, and have a voice into. So when teams create clarity and alignment around their why, 
They're then able to create parameters for working and being together. This process can also help to highlight a disparity between an individual's purpose and that of their team. So if you want to begin to help identify what the purpose of your team is with strengths in mind, think of your own team and ask yourself these questions. Why is this a team? What do we do when we're together? How do we act when we're together? Are we headed in the same direction and do we share the same goals? And finally, do any gaps exist between personal and collective purpose? Well, those are some great questions. And this is a great activity to do both individually and then to share your answers as a team. Because we've found that when teams experience misalignment in this area, more specifically when they do not endeavor to create and continually calibrate their common purpose, well, there's some significant issues that crop up. Oh, for sure they do. And we've kind of identified um, or distilled four areas that tend to be the most concerning and detrimental to a team if their purpose is not aligned. First is that there's this idea of a shifting commitment among team members. You know, having unclear expectations around commitment results in varying levels of engagement, misplaced advocacy, or amplified self-interest. Yeah, I mean, if you're not aligned, it's easy for people to begin making their own, often selfish purpose, right? And often that comes at the cost of the whole team. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of self-preservation really is what it is. Um, another issue that we see often is when people become adverse to change. And what we mean by that is when a lack of alignment amongst team members begins to breed doubt, cynicism, and expose this resistance to change. Right, which as we know from episode uh, 15 on the podcast of All About Change, the way a team reacts and responds to change, well, it's often an indicator of their level of success. Yep. And that third issue that often comes up in teams who fail to identify their purpose or clearly articulate it for everyone is that idea of weak communication. It becomes the norm. So an ineffective, inefficient, or inconsistent team communication model adversely affects interactions and outcomes. And this can manifest in several ways. Communication can become overly casual. It can become reactive. It can become stringent. It can even be sporadic. Right. People care less about the messages being sent out because, well, maybe in their minds at least, it doesn't really matter as much. Yeah, absolutely. And that fourth area that's uh, affected by the loss of a clear purpose is the team begins to have what we call limited traction. When a team gets bogged down by the same unresolved issues and recurring topics, they often make poor decisions and they succumb to the paralysis by analysis. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think we've seen this one even in our own team in the past. You know, providing a space to deal with those unresolved issues is critically important. But also, when you're firmly in your core purpose, you can often use that as, I don't know, a sort of guiding mechanism to move past whatever it is that's causing you to have the issues in the first place. Exactly. A purpose becomes an anchor. So, Alicia, I want to get really practical here. Tell us about what this actually looks like in the real world. Like, if a team actually has purpose? Like, do you have examples? Okay. So last year, we were called in to work with a professional team that was struggling to make decisions and move forward. Uh, 
Neither the team leader nor the supervisor could really put their finger on it. They were a small group, super passionate about their roles, and to most would appear to have no issues. Assumptions were made that because they shared job objectives, experience, and training, they would all approach these roles the same way. And really, the expectation was that they would gel as a team. After all, decisions and change should be easier for a small, nimble group of like-minded professionals, right? You'd think so. Well, not so much in this case. Um, This could not have been farther from the truth, actually. In fact, when we started working with them, it became evident that they were just one thread pull away from completely unraveling. As in, like, having a team nervous (laughs) breakdown? (laughs) How'd you handle that? Well, we decided to pull that proverbial thread for them. (laughs) Why in the world would you do that? Well, so that together they could begin recreating their team one strand at a time to build their fabric around a core around a purpose that's good that's that's sometimes painful but probably necessary Mm -hmm. so what revealed itself early was that this was not actually a team at all this was simply a group of people who met once a week. This may sound familiar to yeah, a lot all, of you. All too familiar. We're called a team, but we're not a team. So while they were cordial during meetings, they operated under a don't ask, don't tell kind of policy that provided a really a professional insulation from one another. So essentially, they were independent contractors who prioritized serving their clients ahead of serving their own team. And they each had a unique constellation of conviction, philosophy, belief, and strength that sheltered their perspective from the rest. Hmm. So Alicia, what are some questions that we can share here to enable teams of any size or composition really identify what their core purpose is? Hmm. Well, there's many, but I'm going to give you a series of questions that you yourself can ask over the course of several meetings. I mean, you can parcel this out or you can put it into, you know, an offsite where you have some concentrated time together as a team. But ask yourself these questions. Ask, pose these to your team members. Why do we exist as a team? What values matter to us? What do we do when we're together? How do we succeed? What are the anchors of our strategy? And how do we hold each other accountable for our purpose? Effectively, how do we demonstrate our behaviors within the values? And if you didn't catch those, there's a link to them in the show notes. So Alicia, how did the team in your earlier example respond to those questions? Pretty well. Good, good. Took a bit of time. Okay. The team worked through their questions one at a time. We then shared these aloud, teased out common language, drew comparisons, noted similarities, and debated differences. And ultimately, each question resulted in a statement that reflected their collective purpose. And at times, do not get me wrong, they bumped up against each other. They faced their own limitations, and they acknowledged their professional insecurities. And it was exactly during these times of struggle that the individual strands began to be woven tightly into that fabric of a new and true team. And when the questions became their own, then so too did the answers. So it seems like that pulling of the thread, as painful as it was, was actually the turning point for this team. Mm-hmm. Well, Alicia, thank you so much for sharing this valuable insight. And I wonder how many people listening can resonate with these issues. I challenge you to ask yourself, how do you think strengths can address these things? 
On the next episode of the Leadership Vision Podcast, we'll be talking about the third and final concept in our team engagement process, trust. 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 Good old trust. Buzzword. Um, (laughs) Yeah, trust is about knowing that team members are who they say they are and do what they say they will do. Consistency and predictability are hallmarks of any trusting relationship. Right. Thank you again, Alicia, for sharing with us. And thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. And if you'd like more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or building a strengths-based environment in your organization, please visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. We'd love to help you out. I'm Nathan Freeberg. And I'm Alicia Morris. Thank you for listening.